Welcome back, everybody. This is the All Things Sports Podcast, episode 22. I'm your host, Julian Gores, with my co-host, Danny Rice, right here. Tell him what's good, what's good. What's good, man? What's good, man? What's good? <laughs> um, 22nd episode, installment, however you want to say it. Pretty excited this week, you know. Um, you know, a lot of stuff going down in the NBA All-Star game mm-hmm. coming up. NFL Pro Bowls next week. Mm-hmm. XFL making a comeback. Mm-hmm. We got that Super Bowl pre-preview. Mm-hmm. The pre-preview. We got a couple rookies in the NBA going ham. Mm-hmm. Literally, as you pulled up that website, that's crazy. Um, and we got some name calling from a fellow NBA player to one of our most beloved NBA reporters. We'll get into that. Um, but yeah, so just tune in. We got the Benicito, aka the Hennessy, in the building. So you might co- notice culture too. You might notice a slight difference in the vocals. <laughs> Not sure. Um, if you hear some ice, <laughs> that's just that drink. <laughs> How does Shannon Sharp say it? <laughs> that hand dog. That hand dog. hand dog. I don't got no black and mild though. <laughs> I don't got the black and mild. I got the hand dog. Mm. So, yeah, we're going to get right into it. We're not going to go super deep into the Super Bowl because um, obviously next week we're going to dedicate most of the episode to Super Bowl 52. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a preview of a matchup we saw in the Super Bowl when we were like elementary school with Terrell Owens and I had to be nine or Donovan McNabb was playing with the Eagles. Uh, I think Brian Westbrook was on that team. I remember Brian Dawkins was on that team. I had the McNabb jersey that year. Lito Shepard might have been on that team. Who was their wide receiver number eighty-seven? I'm trying. I, I can't think of his name. Man, well, we don't fact check, so <laughs> shouts out to him. He's out there somewhere, right? But um, I mean, it's obviously New England. They took care of business versus Jacksonville, as I expected. I know we had Justin on last week, and he expected it. Danny obviously had his high hopes, and he was riding the Jaguars high horse. I was almost close. You were. I you said, were. I said 23-20 Jacksonville, and it was 24-20 yeah. New England. Yeah. I was close, but it was the wrong team. But. You knew Brady was going to go out there and fucking do that. I just. I, it I was too much time. And you saw that Blake, uh, Blake Bortles couldn't get back in the end zone. Yeah. It was way too late. Um, they had the chances. Blake Bortles missed on Fernet. That was a touchdown. Walking in the end zone. Had he gave D.D. Westbrook a shot at making a play on that fourth down, we never know. Mm-hmm. But that Patriots defense, they stepped up, you know. They mm-hmm. let Jacksonville score 20 points, and they stepped up. So with that being said, AFC represented by the New England Patriots and the Again. NFC is going to be represented by the also 15-3 and Philadelphia Eagles. I say also they both finished the season with only three losses. Um, got there two in the playoffs, and now going to Minnesota to face each other, which is pretty interesting because if you saw the backlash that Minnesota fans were receiving in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. because Minnesota went to Philadelphia and was getting rowdy, they you know went on the rocky steps and skull chanted and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was crazy in Philadelphia, but Philadelphia, you can't. There's no. There's nothing like Philadelphia, and if you if you mess with them, they're going to get you back. And at the end of the day, win or lose, they're going to show their pride and they're going to show that that city is made of, you know, prideful, uh, strong-minded, uh, outspoken people. And now their fans get to go to Minnesota. Crowding streets. And one and one up them. They're about to. But what I heard is there's this movement now for Airbnb. People are trying to get people to, like, not let Philadelphia fans stay. I mean, I don't see how you would know. It's not that serious. But you gotta get your money, it's <laughs> right? Not yeah, that serious. You, you can't. You can't hold out on I'll that. Go. I would upcharge them. I just upcharge them. Yeah, charge Bowl, them double. Yeah. yeah, Super Bowl prices. That's lit. Airbnb. You know the hotels and should you, do it. The hotels and when shit. when the Super Bowl comes back to Miami, if you got an Airbnb, you better upcharge the shit out of it. Let somebody stay in my crib. Shit. Like yo, five grand a night. Like, yo, you could sleep in the bed. I'll sleep on that couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep on my boy's crib, don't worry. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay with my mom. Nah, we're good. For a few nights. But, um, yeah, so, you know, that's going to be exciting next week. Like I said, we're going to get into that. We're actually going to do something uh, interactive with the callers. We're going we're gonna to 
Hope you guys call in, leave some predictions, and and uh, share your thoughts on how you feel about that game. As for yep. this Sunday, Pro Bowl. I don't watch the Pro Bowl. Um, I mean, it's, nobody goes hard anyway. It's worse than the All-Star game. And the All-Star game, you know, nobody really goes hard. They're just shooting threes and dunking the ball. Yeah. But literally, this is like, it's like wrap-up football. Like, it's like two-hand touch wrap-up. So I'm not going to waste my time on Sunday watching it. Um, Especially at 3 o'clock. It's the middle of the day. Hell no. Uh, I'll probably be sleeping. I'm laid up. You know, I'm a boot thing. Sorry. Nah. Danny, Danny's going to Danny's gonna be looking. He's going to be out searching on Sunday. Sunday's a good day to, <laughs> Sunday's a good day to go searching. Go to, go to the park. But, um, so yeah, we're going to move along from the NFL. We're going to leave the NFL where it's at. Yeah. Sunday's a Pro Bowl, 2.50 p.m. It's going to be on ESPN. Watch it. Let us know how you feel about it. Whatever you want to do, I don't really care about it. Um, in more interesting FL news, there's going to be a new FL uh, coming up soon, and it's going to be by this guy named Vince McMahon. I'm not sure if anybody heard of him. He, uh, you know, WWE, WWF, yeah, entertainment. Um, he's bringing it back. He's going to try again with this XFL. They they had this this league on NBC Sports. Well, it was actually on NBC back in 2001, and it, uh, it really went to shit before halftime of the first game that they even ever played. It was so hyped up. Everybody was so excited for it. The fans had a sellout, and I think one of the teams had 34 yards at halftime. There was no offense, so they were booing it, um, and it ended up, you know, it went, it went to shit, like I said. Vince McMahon, if anybody knows him, he's not going to quit. He's going to go and give everything 100%. He's going to try to do the big splash. He's going to try to make the most noise and, and you know, go out of his way to entertain the fans. And that's, on a, you know, that's honestly awesome because if, if it wasn't for people like Vince McMahon, there wouldn't be, obviously, any wrestling like WWF, right. WWE. It wouldn't be as entertaining as it has been for the past 40 years, you know. Uh, you know, he gave a crack at this XFL. It's just going to give job opportunities and, and, you know, I guess in 2017, 2018, you know, place for maybe players to showcase their talent, you know, that couldn't make the NFL and you know, scouts. You, you never know, because in 2001, it was a different it was a different ball game. It was and obviously it's still going to be the same in a sense of, you know, nasty play. I'm sure they're going to have, you know, cheerleaders with revealing clothes and all that. But if these dudes are bringing it to the field with with actual skill. Who's to say, you know, hey, come play for me. Come play for me. Come on the practice squad. Get a tryout. You know what I mean? Um, Johnny Manziel. They said he's not eligible to play in it. Why is that? I don't know. They He even came out and said it. He's Johnny, like, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny said, they said, I can't play. Yeah. But, I mean, <clears throat> good for him, I guess. I mean, the only reason why I could see it being a success right now is because... It's going to be mandatory for players to stand for the national anthem. <laughs> uh, they came out. They came out and said that. For and, real, for real. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of people right now who are mad I at the NFL. That. I didn't yeah, hear there that. are a lot of people right now who are mad at the NFL because of players standing up for social justice and whatnot. So honestly, right now is a better time than than ever to fucking take those people who are mad at the NFL. And make them cheer for your fucking whatever the fuck football league this is, where everyone has to stand for the anthem and shit like that. Um, I don't know, like it, I, that's kind of like I, I, you know, I'm off the top right now. So it's, I'm the trying easy, to, it's the easiest it's, customer for them to get. Exactly, like that's in, like in this, you're really selling day. yourself for for the BS part. You know what I'm saying? Like you know it can attract, and you're gonna sell yourself short because I mean. Look who they're going to attract. They're going to attract the people that are mad at the NFL players who are protesting for, yeah. a, you know, something that's bigger than the NFL itself, something that's bigger than the person that's protesting themselves. So it's kind of disrespect. It's like a spit in the it's face. Very. But then again, it's Vince McMahon. Is he not the I'll spit in your face at the one a.m. at the one p.m. meeting? Yeah. You know, so he's going to tell you how it is. He's going to tell you I'm only doing this because it's going to benefit me. And watch it work. So on on the you know entrepreneurial side and, and on the you know marketing, you know, crazy mindset, I see where he's coming from, but bullshit like that is like, come on, man. Come on. 
And uh, we actually, um, some guy on Twitter that I follow, <laughs> he um, he already started writing up the rule book for the <laughs> XFL. And the first four rules are, one, the national anthem plays the length of the entire game. <laughs> the referees are all replaced by off-duty police officers. There's only one penalty that you can receive, and it's for disrespecting the troops. <laughs> and every single team, all eight teams in the league, are all named the heterosexual American Patriots. Wow. So those are the, four, the first four rules of the XFL. Would it surprise you if the XFL got a TV deal like they did back in you know 2001 on Fox. and on, on Fox, Fox you know they got it on Fox and Donald Trump it was like the inaugural I mean they don't do coin toss because they used to do like it was literally they would put the ball at the 50 yard line and you go like 15 yards away and two players from each one player from each team they literally just sprint to the ball whoever can like recover the ball mm-hmm. gets possession so it was pretty cool but I could see Donald Trump being like on the field for the first one. He's, like probably gonna, he's probably going to you know, take credit for the for this league becoming. You know, nobody's a son of you know sob. There are no sobs in this league. <laughs> have the, the fucking That's just something to think about. Playing all sixty minutes of the fucking Ooh. game, and it's going to happen because back in two thousand, in late two thousand. <laughs> Danny just saw a funny tweet. No, gonna, I'm thinking, right? What, what about the fans? Do the fans have to stand the whole game? Like they, they don't let you sit <laughs> at all. They're doing the national anthem. They don't have now, seats. You just got to stand and watch the game. That's funny. Um, they can't even sit on the bench. The players, when they're resting, they, gotta, <laughs> they just got to stay on their feet the whole time. What I was saying was back in 2000, uh, when Vince McMahon, and I can't remember. His name was Charlie something. He was the like director for NBC at the time, and he was running a show. With Vince McMahon, they were basically the business partners behind this whole XFL thing. They basically just wrote this idea on paper of, of the XFL and and basically told everybody it's going to be, you know, the, the extra fun league, not the NFL no fun league. You know, it's going to be, you know, gritty, uh, you know, no – what was their one ad? It was like no fair catch rule. There's no fair catch rule. You have to catch everything. So – he he's gonna come out and say that you know it's it's more fun than everything else. And um, when they did that at the time, they had like I said, it was just an idea. They had to find coaches, find players, find stadiums to use, find cheerleaders in a matter of I think it was like eleven months. And six months after that, they still like six months. Into that 11 months, they still had nothing. It was just like an idea. But they were so confident in themselves that they were like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. They're about to play at Brian Piccolo down the street. <laughs> they literally found people probably, you know, two months before the XFL thing started. They had two preseason or exhibition games and just really went from there. And that's why, you know, it kind of it kind of just went to shit. So this time around, hopefully – He's more prepared. Hopefully, you know, he's already had this idea, you know, told to some people that it might be interested. Like, you listen, we're going to do this XFL. We're going to announce that we're going to start the XFL again in a few years. Or knowing Vince McMahon, he probably just, you know, we're going to do the XFL and we'll figure it out from there. (laughs) So it's going to be it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. You know, if they if they get it successful this time, I mean, who doesn't want to see you know, dirty, dirty football players. They're willing to, you know, get paid to do it. Shit, I'll watch. You know, if the, if the competition's there and people are getting laid out and they're not throwing penalties for stuff like that, and, you know, and some pretty cheerleaders, why not? But do I think it's going to last? Do I think it's going to really work? No. We'll move on from all football talk. We've got a lot of basketball talk. Um, matter of fact, before we get off this football talk, the Ravens cornerback, Marlon Humphrey, was charged with third-degree theft. He was at a hotel and supposedly stole a $15 charger, phone charger. It was a quote-unquote miscommunication where... Um, that sounds likely. <laughs> he, he, In all know, it was his charger. He thought it was his charger, and you know, I, I guess it wasn't, but somebody wanted to press charges and send a man to jail That's because of a whack. phone charger. That's fucking yeah, that doesn't sound normal. That doesn't sound humane. But 
And again, hopefully nothing happens. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think the Ravens should understand. Like, bro, it's just a Chargers. Shut the hell up. So now we can get on to this NBA talk, which we've been pretty excited to been uh, talk about. I'm trying to talk about LeBron being the youngest player to hit thirty thousand career points. Shout out to my current favorite player in the NBA. LeBron James, the GOAT, the best, <laughs> 30,000 points, shouted himself out and gave himself congratulations before he even did it. I would do that shit. I score one basket, I would do that. The King, come back to Miami. <laughs> no, but in, in, in all reality, shout out to LeBron James. Um. It'd be an honor if you could listen to this podcast and hear us actually congratulating you, but 95% says that he won't, probably won't. More Anyways, better. best player of our generation by far. Um, Easy. Well, you know, some say Kobe. I say LeBron. I say Bron. Everybody has their own opinion, but what can't be altered is the fact. And if you look at the facts, he's in uh, this fraternity now with – Six other guys, I think it is. Six other guys, thirty thousand points. Yeah, um, and, and I, he's and probably going to move into this the top is, five this oh yeah, season. This he's is gonna, um, he's going to pass Dirk this year. Exactly. This is just people's careers right here. He still has years to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for him to do what he did over his career, longevity, you know, assist totals, rebound totals, triple double totals, points totals, wins totals, you know. Championship wins and losses might be a little hoo-wop, but who else went to the finals? Which, if he goes this year, it'll be eight times straight. You know? Jordan, you know, Jordan's six or six in the finals. I get that. But when Jordan didn't have a team, Jordan was getting bounced out the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. When he didn't have Pippen? Come back first to back years, exits. getting bounced. So, LeBron's getting bounced versus the best team. He's not getting bounced. The best team in NBA history. Yeah. They had to team up to beat him. Twice. Twice. It wasn't the other way around. And they, and they got better. Now they, like, re-teamed up to beat him. Well, mm-hmm. they did that last year, and now they're going to do it again. But it speaks volumes to, to the type of player he is. LeBron, I'm, I'm, I'm taking some Benicito for you right now. <laughs> Henny and Cranberry. I still remember, bro. I, had this, I, I was in third grade, and I had the black Zoom Generation 1. Lit. With the white check, the white soul, I was eight or nine years old, and this kid was a rookie. He came out. I didn't. I probably didn't even know who he was when, Bro, do you I, when remember, I bought the shoes. Do you remember? That's crazy. Do you remember? I was gonna say. Do you remember when we were in second grade, first grade, watching LeBron James on ESPN at St. Vincent, St. Mary? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about 15, 16 year old LeBron James. Like this guy was the most unnormal. Normal kid, I think, ever. He was on ESPN since he's 16. LeBron has never been in trouble. LeBron never, has never... has literally never done anything wrong in his entire no life. Scandals, no scandals, you know, no, no extra funny shit. Life, he's a great father, like... This guy's the ultimate role model for anybody who lives this generation. I'm talking about, you know, the 22... This, the, the 19 to... Maybe the 20. The 20 to the, you know... 27, 26 year olds. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is a big influence on, you know, on life. A businessman, one of the biggest businessmen there are right now. Like you said, one of the, you know, better fathers, what what we see. And I mean, look at his son. He's a baller. So he's obviously doing his part basketball wise. Um, his wife looks like one of the happiest people. And they've been, school, they've been together since high school. Um, his injury stat, his injury sheet is is clean. He might have rolled his ankle once. <laughs> um, he might rest. We're every, talking every four or five years for like two games. Like, what if this dude would have went to Ohio State? We, like, if this guy went to Ohio State and and played four years in college, he might have been the only person to go back to back to back to back in college, literally. So. It would have been Ohio State. It would have been him at Ohio State versus Melo at Cuse in that yeah, 2003 National right? Championship. With that being said, 
Let's check who you drafted, LeBron. Because we know those all-star picks is hot out the oven right now. I couldn't get over When I first saw his starting five. Nasty. He got, how did he get AD and Boogie? And Boogie. And KD. All right. LeBron James. Team LeBron starting lineup at point guard. Number 11. From the Boston Celtics, Kyrie Irving. I guess playing the two guard. He can play the one through five. Seven foot motherfucking KD. Seven foot. Go to State Warriors forward, Kevin Durant, a.k.a. the second best player in the world. At three, obviously, 30,000. Mr. 30,000 himself, uh-huh. LeBron James. 30K. Forward from the Cleveland Cavaliers. At the four. Yo, this dude has the New Orleans Pelicans front court. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Anthony Davis forward out of New Orleans and DeMarcus Cousins center out of New Orleans. Mind you, that's just the starting lineup. Coming off the bench, we got Bradley Beal. He's got he's got the reigning MVP as his sixth man. Bradley Beal, <laughs> LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, reigning MVP Russell Westbrook, all-star, balling-ass guy, Victor Oladipo. <laughs> balling-ass guy. Questionable Kristaps Porzingis and John Wall. And we all know what John Wall can do. Mm-hmm. Um, this team is going to play Team Stefan. If you'd like to announce the uh, starting lineup and the benches. The, you give me the garbage team. Hey, this man. team is fucking trash. So Steph is his own point guard. He's got James Harden at the shooting guard. Mm. DeMar DeRozan at small forward. Trash. Giannis at the power forward. Mm. Lil Wayne had bars, and he said he has a Greek freak, and she calls him Antetokounmpo. Anyways. And the process at center mm. with Dame Lillard as your sixth man, Jimmy Buckets, Draymond Green. The blackest thing I ever heard. <laughs> he said, Kyle That's Lowry. the blackest thing I ever heard. Shout out Dave Chappelle. He's got Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, Trash. Carl Anthony Towns. And Andre Drummond. <laughs> and Al Horford. Who's Al Horford? I thought his name was 13 and 7. The man seven. who's averaging 13 and 7 right now. When you got Drummond, he's going to be sitting at home watching this shit. Okay. Putting up 15 and 15 every night. You know what I'm going to be looking out for? No lie. I remember last year, it was... Was there a center last year? I don't even think there was a center last year in the All-Star game. I literally don't think there was... I thought they did it backcourt and frontcourt. Like exactly. two guards. But I'm saying, they, they, they kind of did that here too. But obviously, you know, DeMarcus Cousins playing at all-star level. And Joel Embiid this year yeah. got healthy playing at all-star level. Joel Embiid versus DeMarcus Cousins. I'm, I want to see that matchup. I want. I know they're going to, you know, they're going to fall gonna out. Joel's going to be running his jo- mouth. Joel's going to be shooting threes. Joel's going to be busy because he's in the I'm Rising saying. Stars game too. What? So... Obviously, LeBron had the first pick, and we all know who that had to be. You know, it wasn't it wasn't you know anything special. It was just Kevin Durant, <laughs> just the second best player in the NBA. Um, I kind of I low key wish they would have uh, televised it. That would have been cool. It would have been cool to see. Yeah, that would have been fun. You got to see their their perspective because I know they both they both put it on Instagram like they had the the paper with the list of all the names and stuff. They were actually talking with um, Ernie Johnson from TNT, obviously, about the All-Star draft and how it went. I was going to play a little clip for you guys. Uh, look, I, I am gonna, I'm looking at your team, LeBron, okay? And a lot of people have weighed in in the days leading up to the draft. You've been said a lot of your teammates are talking. But there was some thought that there's no way Kyrie Irving will wind up on LeBron's team. Or, you know, but Kyrie Irving is on your team. And and uh, and Kevin Love is on your team. What is what's a, what is it about your team that you like the most? And and how did it uh, how did the Kyrie situation present itself for you? I mean, you know, I just try to pick the best available players, you know, and uh, you know to be able to team up back with, with, with Kyrie, uh, you know, it's always special, you know, and, and and along with Kevin Love, just you know, for us to have another weekend to bring back some of the memories that we had when we were all together, so. You know, Kyrie was available on the draft board. Uh, he's one of the best point guards that we have in our league. So, um, you know, 
uh, it was an easy choice for me. You know, I was talking to Kenny Smith uh, before you and I and, and, and Steph all sat down. He said the most important thing, if he were a captain, is getting his teammates on that team. So you got Kevin Love on your team, <laughs> Clay. Uh, yeah. Steph, you got uh, you've got Clay, and you've and you've got uh, Draymond. Uh, that's where I thought maybe there would be some kind of a package deal where, where Steph, you would say, hey, look, LeBron, I got the first pick in the reserves. I, if you give me the first two picks, you can have the next three. Was there any kind of discussion we'll like that? We'll see the I difference mean, between that, that, me that and That came Steph up in my, my discussions. <laughs> <laughs> and the difference between me and Steph, listen, he got three all-stars in the game. I only got one. So, you know, he can, he got a lot more choices, choices than I got. <laughs> so it was important, LeBron, for you to get Kevin Love on your team. Yeah, important. Important to have, uh, you know, my teammate alongside with me. You know, it's a great weekend. You know, we get to share another all-star moment. All right. So as we as we look at, I, even though you're not going to tell me who you who you picked first, uh, <laughs> look at your team, LeBron. Uh, you and Boogie, AD, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Uh, you feel yeah. you feel good about that starting five with you? Steph let him get that team. Yeah, I do. I do. I got a lot of chemistry with my four and five. You know, with uh, with AD and Boogie. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, me and Kyrie got some history and some chemistry as well. And I think you know Kevin Durant can fit in any system <laughs> in the world. You know, his ability to do what he do. So, you know, I'm looking. I, it's gonna be good, you know. I got a listen. I got a seven foot guy playing a two guard in Kevin Durant, so uh, we got we got a chance. We got a real good chance. <laughs> so there you have the king himself. Uh, obviously, Stephen Curry and Ernie Johnson as well. Um, by the way, TNT, don't bother us. It's just two minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> I swear. I swear. They're, about to, they're about to come calling. They're about to come knocking at the door. I swear. Shit, you better call it a job offer. I need some, they need written consent <laughs> from the NBA. Yeah, yeah. We got written consent. I just ain't find it. Um, as we heard the picks, um, who do you feel got snubbed? Goran Dragic. <laughs> and I can tell you why. I can tell you why. I know Justin, you know, he's, he complimented the fact that I'm always pulling out stats. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in the past 25 years that a team who was a top four seed did not have an all-star picked. Okay, but I mean, my opinion, I don't think Goran Dragic. I know it's a popularity contest, but yeah, but I I don't think I don't think Goran Dragic. I can't say I can't use the words. He didn't deserve a spot. I believe Goran Dragic did definitely deserve a spot. Do I think he got snubbed? I don't. Um, I think at this time last year, he was having a better season, you know, with his averages, shooting percentage, and just, you know, general general playing. He, You know, he's not playing bad this year, but I do think he was playing he started off a little cool. smoother <laughs> last year. Um, if not Dragic, then I'm, I'm going drumming. Because there's no way in hell you you pick Al Horford over Andre Drummond. And I'm not telling you you're wrong for picking Goran Dragic. You know, no, I know. That's, that's, that's you know that's your pick. Drummond would be the but definitely more reasonable. Look at Drummond pick last night. He, what did he drop? Thirty and thirty 24? and twenty-four. Disgusting. Uh, and um, he was playing against Rudy Gobert, and he put up those numbers. Uh, if if anybody else got snubbed, Paul George and Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul is is playing one of his better years of his career, late in his career as well. Um, we know he's got some, some troubled knees. He's playing. He looks young. He looks young again. He's directing traffic out there. Um, he's playing alongside a converted point guard, you know, who essentially doesn't even need Chris Paul on his team mm-hmm. to run the show. Obviously who, who wouldn't want Chris Paul's help, but you can't not notice what he's doing, and then you can't not notice what Paul George is doing. I understand that OKC got off to a slow, jittery start. Um, you know, the wins didn't start coming to recently, but Paul George is top five three point percentage in the league, I believe. He's shooting the three. I think this is one of the best years of his career, if not the best. Um, I mean, he's playing against, he's playing with the reigning MVP, and you know, obviously somebody who had MVP talent during his whole prime in Carmelo Anthony. He's got the best offensive rebounder on the court. And 
what they're doing in OKC is is great. So to say that Draymond Green deserves a spot over CP3 or Paul George is pretty blasphemous to me. I don't think Draymond Green deserved it much this year, and that's not to discredit him. Draymond Green might win Defensive Player of the Year by the end of the year, um, albeit Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's going to be out for some time now. So he's kind of just sole possession of that right now. But looking at the numbers, looking at just just general gameplay, I wouldn't take Draymond Green over CP3. I wouldn't take him over uh, Andre Drummond. I wouldn't take him over Paul George. So... You know, like you said, it is a popularity contest. Yeah, you know, it it's got to be the most fun. That's the way it is. The fun way to do things. And obviously, Team Steph, you know, you thought LeBron was going to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that with the All-Star. I did, I did, you know, I do, I do appreciate the NBA for getting Damian Lillard in there. Yep. Damian Lillard, they owed him. He could have sat out the whole year and he should have got an All-Star this year regardless. Because last year... They snubbed him, and he deserved to be in. Um, and he knows it. You know, he, mm-hmm. he knows he got snubbed last year. He knows he deserves his spot this year. And uh, Russell Westbrook had some choice words for him. I don't think he directly said anything about his name, but he did uh, make a quote. You know, I'm not going to quote him exactly, but he made a point about, you know, oh, we have people complaining about being snubbed, and now they're happy that they're in blah, blah, blah. Damian Lillard didn't pre, uh, appreciate that well. It sounds like a shot. It, it, it was sounds, a shot. And Damian like Lillard's like, first of all, Damian Lillard, if there is like, if you need an example of like, all right, who in the NBA stays in their own lane? Like Damian Lillard has to be he's top like, of the He's line. like the Julio Jones of the NBA. Yeah. He just, just, he just lets just, his game just talk. Ball, he just balls talk. out. Yeah. And for, you know, Russell Westbrook, I guess, to kind of come out him, come at him and take a little shot here, but... You know, you can have that. Reign an MVP. Do what you got to do. Nip, nip, slip, showing ass. I still respect him. And I still like them shoes that are about to drop. He got uh, his new PEs. They have the city map of Los Angeles on them in black and white. It's very dope. Mm-hmm. And I hope he wears those for the All-Star game. So, Enough All-Star talk. Well, One really quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I guess this does count as all-star talk. But lastly, before we move on, I'd like to give a big thank you to the NBA for putting some respect on the Miami Heat's name yes. in inviting Wayne Ellington to participate in the three-point contest. Um, I think they should have done it no matter what because when you're top four in the NBA and three-pointers made and you play 24, 25 minutes a game, yep. You should be in the three-point contest. And when you're shooting... He's shooting... He's, he's making like six threes a game, seven threes a game or something yeah. like that. It's, yeah. It's fucking crazy. And when you're shooting over 42, 43%, when 86% of your shots are threes, yeah, you should... You like should if, Steph do, if Steph was doing that this year... Oh, my God. The NBA would, would be going crazy. They would be creaming their pants every night. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I wanted to... I wanted to shout out um, a few rookies. I have I have two rookies who all year long have been balling out. They knew they were going to ball. We knew they were going to ball, and they're actually doing it. Um, first off, I want to say shout out to Kyle Kuzma, Kuzmania. You can go cop that Kuzmania team. Kuz. Um, he's averaging 16 points a game with six rebounds, uh, shooting 70 from the line, 38 from three. And 46 from the field. Now, if you ask me, the MVP of the Lakers this year, Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not just saying that. That's not because you have Lonzo Ball. You have Caldwell Pope. You have Brandon Ingram, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Clarkson, Josh Hart, Julius Randle. No one on that team is playing better than he is. Brandon Ingram? All right. You know, it's I'll give him his respect. But is he is he... The heart, like the heart and soul of that team, to me is Kyle Kuzma, and he came in rookie year and and is proving that one, yes, I am still of the draft. Two, don't rook me. In the famous words of Dave Fisdale, mm-hmm. they're not going to rook us. They're not going to rook us. <laughs> Take that for data. 
Um, so he, you know, he basically came in and, and, and let everybody know, listen, yeah, I'm a rookie, but I'm 6'9", I'm 220, and, and I got a chip on my shoulder that, you know, if you try to step in the way, buckets are going to get got, basically. And um, the other rookie that I did want to mention, he's Australian. He hates the WNCA. NCAA. I said the double NCA. NNCA. <laughs> he hates the NCAA. Um, and he's balling out. Last night he had a triple double. It was Australia night in Philly. Had a triple double. Ben Simmons. Give it up for Ben Simmons. 16 points a game, seven assists a game, and eight rebounds a game. He's shooting. 50 from the field. His three points percentage is horrendous. So we're not going to get into that. Um, So is his free throw percentage. So now Kyle Kuzma is averaging 16 a game, right? And I just read his numbers from the free throw line and I read his numbers from three point. Ben Simmons is shooting 56% from from free throw percentage. And he hasn't shot a three all year. Or he hasn't made a three all year, actually. I'm sorry. He hasn't made a three all year. He gets to the bucket and gets points. You know he can't shoot. You know he's going to drive. He still drives and he still scores. Doesn't that sound like LeBron James back in 2003 to 2007? 2008? Sounds like LeBron's had a jump shot. And LeBron did have a no jump shot for quite some time. I remember I used to play 2K. And use LeBron, and I, what'd you do? ISO, all the way by the half court line, full speed, layup. Mm-hmm. And you're going to the line, and you're making and one, and one, and one all day. He's not sure. He can't even make his free throw sometimes. But he's averaging 16, 7, and 8. So again, I wanted to shout out to, <laughs> I wanted to shout out to Ben Simmons. Um, so, Miami Heat, we oh, we debuted our, our vice uniforms tonight. Uh, today's Thursday, by the way. Uh, and No. De'Aaron, first of all, De'Aaron Fox. Shout out to De'Aaron. He's another rookie that I think should have made the Rising Stars game. Um, I think they snubbed him out of that. You know, he might not be playing great this year, but this guy's going to be in the league for a while, and he's going to be elite in the next three to four years, and I guarantee it. Um, this guy hit the game winner tonight, and it wasn't even a shot. It was literally a putback dunk. Over everybody. Everybody on the Heat was fucking ball watching in the paint, not going up for the rebound. We could have been half a game ahead of Cleveland right now in the third seed. But instead, now we're another game back from them. We just we can't get over that hump. We can't pass them. I want to pass them I don't know so what it bad. is. I don't know what it is. I want it to be ahead of them going into the All-Star game. Yeah, right. I mean, we still have a chance to. Um, no, we play some booty-ass teams coming up, but we're losing like to we booty-ass teams. We just had a chance. And, uh-huh. I mean, like, we were, we were actually watching the game. and We're up 12 with six minutes left. And what did I say? I said, listen, this is the time that we need to close this game out. If we want to be elite and we want to be a, you know, a, a serious contender in the playoffs, teams like Sacramento, if you're up 12 in the fourth, you need to close that out. I don't care if, I don't care if the fourth quarter just started. I don't care if there's five minutes left. I don't care if there's two minutes left. I don't care if there's 10 minutes left. 12 points in the fourth quarter versus Sacramento Kings. You need to come out winning by at least at least six points. At least six points. To be like, you know, oh, they had a you know lucky shot here. They, you know, good shot here, whatever. Come on, guys. So I don't think we deserve to be ahead of Cleveland right now. As bad as Cleveland's playing, we're playing better than Cleveland. And I think that, you know, our obviously our chemistry is way better than Cleveland's. We're going to get into that next, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, when it comes down to it, you know, Cleveland beat us by 30 points early in the season and showed us that, you know, we still, we still, we still got to climb some fences and, and get over some humps. But whatever, man, we were, we were upset too. <laughs> that was, that was, and then Jay Rich, if Jay, oh man, I wish Josh Richardson was listening to this. Listen, Jay Rich, I love you, Josh Richardson. But Don't go when you got three seconds left, 
You go to create your own shot and hit your game winner and kill the other team. You don't go get the ball, dribble, set your shot, pump fake, hoping the defender jumps. The defender didn't even jump, by the way. No, he didn't. And then, and then jump into the defender to try to get a call. First of all, if the defender didn't jump, why don't you just go up with your shot? Secondly, you know in the last 10 seconds of a game, the ref nine times out of 10 is not going to make the game-winning call. They did it with Kelly Olynyk. Nah, he's trying to go home. But you can't, you can't, you can't expect the, you know, the whistle. Don't play for the whistle. Play your game. If you get fouled, you get fouled, and that's why the ref is there because the ref got your back. He'll call it. Play your game. Go for your shot. Go for the win. Go for the kill. And if that's you don't, his shot, bro. The mid range. If man. you don't make it, okay, I'm living. But you're literally gonna go out of your way, try to draw a foul, and and. Get out of here, man. You better bring it next game. Who do, who do we play? Saturday, right? We, we play, play Saturday Charlotte night? Saturday. And Charlotte just lost to us, and I know they're tight, so they're going to bring it. Are we home, right? We're home? I want to say we are. We just yeah. played them in Charlotte, so I believe we're at home this year. Um, This year, this this game. Um, Like I said, I, I know we wanted to get into Cleveland. What's going on in Cleveland? <laughs> Nothing and, good? Yeah, everybody's trying to make... K love the fucking scapegoat, but he's not the problem, man. He's having probably the best year of his career in Cleveland so far. Yep. He's never played this well. Yep. And I was listening to, to Shannon talk about it. He was going off. Oh my god! About I guess they had this team meeting and everybody was pointing fingers and a lot of people were mad with K uh, with K love. Yeah. They they said uh, the OKC game. He 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 faked sick. He, he did this. He wasn't actually sick. Blah, blah, blah. These are your brothers talking about you. Yeah, man. Like, they're like D-Wade stuck up for, for Kevin Love, which I appreciate. Or Coach Lou stood up for him. I think LeBron was neutral. Obviously, we saw that uh, they were playing the Spurs, and we saw Kevin Love um, get hit in the face and fall down, and Jay Crowder stepped over him right. to go um, back under the basket to inbound the ball. You see J.R., staring at KD when he's on the ground and he's, he just starts backpedaling really slowly to get K-Love, back on offense. K-Love. Yeah, J.R. Smith did that. He looked down at K-Love and then started backpedaling slow to get back on offense. DeJounte Murray was the one who actually helped Kevin Love get up after that. Like, That's crazy. I don't know how – like, how are you going to do that to Kevin Love, bro? Like, that's, that's... like he, sure, he might not go out with you guys every time you guys go out. He, like – I'm yeah, sure. He, come on. I, I've I've heard stories like he might, he's like a little bit of an introvert. Like he's every time they go out to dinner, he's not trying to drop money on right. fancy dinners and wines and all that stuff. But Shannon, has nothing Shannon to do was with... saying like it has no room to talk because he he just came in this locker room. Hmm. He said he said it wouldn't be able to make a pass to K Love in the paint unless he was being guarded by a fire hydrant. He was talking all this shit. It was hilarious, bro. He like. Dog, I not man, to cut you off. I but feel so bad for K Love, bro. For all my listeners, Courtney Kardashian just dropped two fire pictures in the last two days on Instagram. Let me see that. Should go look at them. Oh, I'm about to follow her right now. <laughs> Courtney is fire. She's she's the prettiest one, in my opinion. In my humble opinion. Hold up, bitch. She, sit down, little bit. Be humble. Hold up, bitch. <laughs> sit down, little bit. Oh wow, Kevin Durant had jokes. He uh he posted this on his Instagram story. He had the my next chapter picture with a picture of LeBron on his T-shirt. He said, <laughs> "Number one picks, number one pick." Well, at least my ego thinks so. I'm coming for you, Stefan. That's funny because you know you know he was a number one pick. Hell yeah! Who are you gonna pick over KD? Get out of here. Yeah. So yeah, with this Cleveland Cavaliers drama going on. Some people are saying they might get bounced in the second round. I don't believe it. <laughs> I still think, you know, they, they, they're they the team to beat. They're the team that's going to be in the finals representing the East if any other team doesn't get their act together. It doesn't look like any other team has really fully gotten their act together. So I'm going LeBron, and I can't doubt LeBron once he gets in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't care who's on that team. I don't care who they trade. I don't care who's hurt. I don't care who starts. I don't care who's coming off the bench. I don't care who's coaching that team. I don't care if their GM gets fired. Just LeBron James, he can single-handedly take your team to the finals. And we saw what he did in 2007 versus San Antonio with one of the worst teams to ever play in the finals. You know what bugs me the most about the whole shit? 
you got Jay Crowder and J.R. Smith fucking walking around like they own the fucking place. First of all, J.R. Smith is the worst starting shooting guard in the NBA right now. Literally. Shannon said J.R. Smith was playing. He played 29 minutes, and Shannon was watching the game sitting on his couch, and they had the same amount of points. (laughs) And Jay Crowder's just sorry, bro. He's fucking sorry. Like... And then you're gonna you're gonna step over Your Kevin teammate? Love like the day after you guys had this big meeting and shit like just way to make it obvious, bro. Well, that, that's, that's why he's not starting no more. Yeah. Uh, you know Tristan Thompson, and you know there's always gonna be talk around the best teams and you know the teams with the highest expectations. I'll be at the Cavs. Obviously, everybody's gonna come for their neck. Tyron Lue, oh, is his job safe? Yada yada yada. Uh, it's serious talk. If they don't get their act together within the next month and a half, I don't see Ty Lue keeping his job for the rest of the year. Yeah, LeBron's going to fire him. You saw, what they did the da- you saw what they did to David Blatt, and they got him up out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, they got him up out of there. So, I mean, it could this this could be you. <laughs> you got to hold that <laughs> sign up. Like, the people in pyramid scheme yeah. people. This could be you. Uh, by the way, the Warriors took care of business with uh, their city uniforms on that says The Bay on them. Uh, 126-113, they beat Minnesota, going on to 39-10. and 10. They only have 10 losses this year out of 49 games. That's crazy. No, that's the best team in the league. So, I mean, it's, it's it just bothers me that we're really waiting this whole 82 games for you know another Warriors celebration at the end of the day. Um, you know, the NBA is so exciting. There's so many storylines. There's so much drama. There's All Star Weekend. You know, there was this big summer where we had trades, we had signees. You know, all of this. The, you know, superstar draft picks like Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Ben Simmons finally being healthy, Joel Embiid finally being healthy, uh, Derrick Rose getting hurt again. And we're not even have we're not even at we're halfway through the season, but we're not even at All Star Weekend. And these are some of the storylines: Isaiah Thomas coming back from injury, Kevin Love being thrown under the bus by the teammates. But one there's there's one constant: Golden State Warriors, number one record in the league, best team in the league, still the best three point shooting team in the league, still the best defensive team in the league. Steve Kerr, genius. Yeah, and. I think people discredit – people go so fast to say, you know, Brad Stevens is the best coach in the league. I think Brad Stevens is the second best coach in the league because I don't see how you can have the best team in the league and not be the best coach of them. I get where you can come from with that, but at the end of the day, you're managing Stephen Curry's ego, Kevin Durant's ego, Draymond Green's ego, Clay Thompson's ego. These are your – these are four starters, not to mention Nick Young on the bench, not to mention, you know – Jordan Bell, I mean, I don't, I don't know him, you know, much, but he seems to be kind of an outgoing person, outspoken a little bit. You um, can tell he has those guys' respect. Exactly. So but, that's, that's a positive. Yeah, for the Steve young Kerr, man. Steve Kerr is is genius for what he's done these past four years in Golden State. I hate the people who say, "Oh, Steve Kerr doesn't do shit." Mark Jackson built this team. Yeah, right. It, I mean, people don't understand how hard it is to coach. Superstar talent like that. That people, so many people discredited Spo, Spo when we had the big three. The big three would not have done what they did without Spo. Exactly. And now look at it, man. Like, um, no, no, man. People, these people don't know shit. They just, they just run their mouth because they got free Wi-Fi. <laughs> there's a, there's this one guy who who has close ties to Cleveland. And um, if you see him on ESPN, he's always talking about LeBron James for some reason. I thought oh, Dave, Dave McManaman was Cleveland's, like, beat writer. I didn't know Brian Windhorse was – sorry, Brian No Neck Windhorse. I didn't know he was Cleveland's beat writer. I didn't know he was their ESPN affiliate uh, for reporting. You see him on The Jump. You see him on SportsCenter. Oh, you see I him on NBA TV. hate Brian Windhorse. His name is No Neck. So you should first put some respect on his name. That fat motherfucker. Call him by, you know, his real name. Um, it's just more of like he brings that negative energy and attention to himself. You know, he's over here, you know, riding LeBron's wave, 
and to the point where he crashes in it. You know what I mean? And LeBron came to Miami, and Brian Windhorst silent moved to Miami to cover to keep covering him, bro. And this what man do you do? made oh. a living off of being on LeBron's job. LeBron's like, I'm back. Me too. Windhorst's like, <laughs> Me too. We're back. So am I, bitch. We're back. <laughs> Oh Get out of here. Yo, Ethan Skolnick came to Miami after LeBron. He's a realist. Word. Came and covered the boys. This Benicito is getting nice, nice, <laughs> nice hold of me right now. I'm not even going to lie. I need some more ice. <laughs> so I'm going to hold it down there. Hold it down. I don't know what to talk about. We we pretty much hit everything. Yeah, we did. It's funny. I was going to end the episode... I'm sorry, guys, that, you know, you can't hear me from before. I'm about to get some ice. Excuse this noise right now. Like I said, we got the Benicito tonight. We're not Ciroc boys. We lit boys. Benny boys. Benny boys. And we don't go to Benihana's. I don't go to Benihana's, bro. I hate that place. I'd rather go to Japan in. Lunch special. <laughs> I can eat rolling peas. Oh, by the way. In other news that have nothing to do with sports, Culture 2. Mm, that should drop tonight. Go get it. Um, for all of our listeners that listen to every episode, that, you know, comment, you know, give ideas, suggestions, just anybody that's been rocking with us, we appreciate you guys. And we always will because, you know, obviously without you guys, you know, what would be the point in this? You know, we're not doing this to listen to it ourselves. We're doing it so that we can give, you know, some content for... I don't even want to call you guys fans. I just want to call you guys listeners. For the listeners um, that, you know, genuinely appreciate and fuck with us. Um, you know, I, I hear it, you know, throughout the week. I'll hear, you know, somebody will comment on my picture. Yo, I like what you guys are doing with the show. You know, shout out my boy Steve. Smack. Um Told me, you know, I fuck with y'all, what, what y'all doing, you know what I'm saying? Shout us out. We ran um, into, we were, I saw Jason and DJ for the first go. time in a long time today. And oh, the, first and they, thing they, they tell us is Sam, too. Yeah. First thing they say, yo, I'm fucking with what you guys are doing. That that, that show's dope. So, shout out to everybody, man. I mean, anybody showing love, anybody that, you know, retweet, I don't, I don't even care. Just retweet, like the picture, gave a suggestion, gave an idea, gave a question, um, reposted the episode commented on the episode shouted us out anything man just we appreciate it because like i said i mean honestly look at this we we got two what is it we we had like 2100 plays on soundcloud yeah i remember when we didn't have no plays i remember when i didn't have a soundcloud (laughs) you know shout out to keezy uh keezy hardaway as well we're supposed to have um keezy hardaway from the keezy hardaway podcast you guys should go check that out by the way um Stay, you know, stay posted on all your general news, whether it's sports, uh, you know, uh, what pop culture is the word. Uh, anything. He, told, he told us he was drinking tonight, waiting for us to get home. So we know he passed out on the couch. Yeah, he's probably still got. <laughs> he's got the screen on Netflix. Like, are you still watching? Oh, he's probably got some Pinot Grigio <laughs> on the on the table right there. So, but we're gonna we're gonna get with with Keezy. You know whether whether it be next week or the week after, we'll definitely get with him. Uh, he's been, he's pretty excited to work with us, and uh, you know he's actually been rocking with us since he found us on SoundCloud, and just keeping and it real. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. also in Broward. He's, he's out of Miramar. He's out of Miramar. Yeah, so shout out to him uh, for the county. Just trying to do this podcast stuff, man. Just I'm trying to get on Revo TV. Shout out Diddy. Mm. So Diddy hit us up. What? You know Diddy's going to need a sports podcast soon. He's going to need a visual sports podcast. So why not with two of the flyest young boys out here? <laughs> why not? Like Russ Westbrook said, why not? Why not? It's that Benicito talking. With the underboob out. <laughs> Side I'm about to cut all my shirts like that. <laughs> Shouts out to Russell Westbrook. Shouts out to Jordan, Team Jordan. Um, Jordan Brand is actually dropping the white cement threes this year, and I believe the black cement threes, but the white cement threes are going to have a red, basically like a red line going across the bottom of the sole, and that basically represents the spot of that free throw line where he did the iconic Mm -hmm. free throw line dunk. 
So that's pretty dope as well. Um, you know, but we actually did have a question from Justin. We're actually probably going to actually name this segment Justin's question. <laughs> At this point, Justin's the only person the only that sends questions. So in this week's episode of Justin's question, <laughs> drum roll, please. Um, no, but Justin wants to know, he said, who do you think should not have made the all-star game and who do you think got snubbed? Okay, so we already answered half of that question. Well, we answered the whole question technically, so look at that, Justin. I didn't even read your question and I knew what you wanted to talk about. That's how, that's how, that's how you know. So the chemistry right yeah. there. Yeah. So um, as I said, you know, Draymond Green, I don't believe he should have made the All-Star game, uh, game, and that's no disrespect to Draymond. But when you guys, when you have guys like Paul George and Andre Drummond, Andre, Chris Paul, Chris Paul like, missing the All-Star game, you know that's pretty. That's pretty funny. And on the other side, who I think shouldn't have made it, um, it's pretty hard. I can't, you know, Kristaps Porzingis. You know, I don't know. Is he having his greatest year? He stepped up for earlier of the year, but as of the last you know, two and a half, three weeks since, Ever since uh, Christmas, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. went down, I it, feel like the Knicks production kind of fell apart. going down. Yeah. I feel like the Knicks fell apart. They're they're missing Tim. So I'm to be completely honest, I think Donovan Mitchell could be an All Star this year. And I don't see like if Donovan Mitchell they should have put him in the dunk contest if we're being yeah, real. Yeah. I know you see him. He's got a different highlight every night. Which, that's going to be interesting. You have Aaron Gordon. Larry Nance. Larry Nance. Dennis Smith Jr. And then... What was his name? Oh, 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 Oladipo. Yeah. They should have had Terrence Ferguson from OKC in the dunk contest, too. They should have put my boy Derrick Jones Jr. And and DJJ. So... DJ Squared. (laughs) DJ Squared. Yeah, that about wraps things up this week. You know... Thank you guys for listening. As we said, you can listen to our SoundCloud. We got 22 episodes. Criticize us. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Um, Give us the good and the bad. You know? Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Julian Gores. Follow this guy on Twitter at Zone6Dan and on Instagram DM Reich. And DA Young Dan. You can DM him too if. You're not a man. <laughs> I know we probably got more man, male <laughs> listeners, but, you know, for any of the uh, five female listeners we might have, you know, if you're you know, not ugly, <laughs> DM my boy. <laughs> it's, it's lit. <laughs> Humble what? No. So uh, that wraps things up, man. Episode 22. We go. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, Ay. walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it. Yeah. Take my shoes and walk a mile, something that you can't do. Hey. Big talks of the town, big boy gang moves, gang moves. I like to walk around with my chain loose. Chain, chain. She just bought a new ass, but got the same booze. Same booze. Whipping up dope scientists. Whip it up, whip it up, cook it up, cook it up. That's my sauce where you find it. That's my sauce when you look it up, look it up, find it. Adding up checks, no minus. Adding up, add it up, add it up, add it up. Yeah. Get your respect in diamonds. I bought a plane, Jane, roll it. These nigga bought they fame. Woo. I think my back got scoliosis, cause I swerved the lane. Sure. Heard you signed your life for that brand new chain. I heard. Think it came with strikes, but you ain't straight with the game. Gang, gang. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk yeah. it. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it. Walk it like I talk it, let's go. Walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it. Walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it. Hey, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it. You walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it. Hey, I gotta stay in my zone. Say that we've been beefing, dog, but you on your own. First night, she gon' let me fuck cause we grown. I hit her, gave her back to the city, she home, she home That was that, so I can't be beefing with no whack Nigga, got no backbone Heard you living in a mansion and all your raps, though But your shit look like the trap on his Google Maps, though We been brothers since Versace Bando, whoa Name ringing like Amigo Trap Phone, whoa
Santos, that's on Tommy Campos. We live like Sopranos, and I walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, let's go, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, hey, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, you. Walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it. All set, niggas pocket watching. Watch I want that that this that Minaj. Which one? I bought a franchise to double up the profit. Franchise. We make a landslide, chopper get the poppin'. Elliot got me rocky, plug socket, chicken teriyaki, take off rocket, keep 'em in pocket. Water gon' lock it, quadruple the profit. profit. I walk like I walk, hey. talk like I talk. Ooh. What's in my vault? Load of cash and the sauce. Brr. I put a lab in my loft. Lamp. She cook up and jack with the fault. By the pair I got carrots that show. By the pair I got carrots each load. Private like private, just round the globe. Hit a bitch, hit a lick with the chow. Like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, let's go, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, hey, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, you, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, watch a book, no me walk it, honey. Walk it like I talk it. That's my bro, he know the lingo. lingo. Ain't no fucking talking. No. This some you know, why don't we know? We know. Hold out on that coffin. Smoke the cookie, get the coffin. Drop that fresh, I need a coffin. Callin' something we do often. Take the pot and I splash no dolphin. Splash. Then I didn't go buy me a faucet. Nah. Walk it like I talk a nigga, then bought it. Oh. I paid a coat, so I gotta call it. Call I'm in the shit, so nigga just down me. Walk in the building, that's all the proud. I get a rebound and talking my spouting. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it, walk it like I talk it. Walk yeah. it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, talk it, walk it like I talk it, let's go, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, woo, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, hey, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it, you, walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it.